Hey guys, welcome back to the Truth and Gratitude Podcast. My name is Brooke. And I thought it would be kind of fun to share with you kind of my journey with blogging, podcasting, and speaking. Um, I have had a couple people who have been very interested in starting something like this as well. And I remember when I first started, all I wanted was just insight, tips, answers um, from someone who had already done something like this. And um, I really just kind of wanted their help uh, to get started. I didn't really know where to start. So I wanted to kind of pass it on and just kind of wanted to um, kind of share with you my journey and my story and just some tips along the way that I have um, that I have encountered. So, of course, this is not a professional podcast episode. I am in my car, but you know what? This is where Mama gets a spare minute to herself, and so I want to share this. Um, So, let me just start off by saying that the Truth and Gratitude blog, um, that actually has been around for quite some time. I actually... Uh, right after my first daughter was born, I really wanted to start writing. I, I, I've mentioned before that when you have children, it awakens this part of you that you didn't realize was there. And I immediately began recognizing my strengths. I began realizing that I had a voice and I began realizing that I wanted to kind of go for it, go for the things that I wanted because I was an example for my daughter. My daughter was going to be watching and listening to every move that I make. And how was I going to be able to tell her, go for your dreams, do what you're passionate about, shoot for the stars, um, all those things that were told, but then yet not do it for myself. So I wanted to be an inspiration for myself, but also for my children to look at. And so I originally started off the Truth and Gratitude blog. Um, but here's the thing. <laughs> I was so terrified of other people's opinions. I was so terrified of the fact that it was not a professional blog whatsoever. I didn't know what in the world I was doing, how to even get it started. I just knew that I wanted to write. And so what I did was I started the blog, but kind of incognito, like I didn't come out and say, Hey, this is Brooke, you know, and this is my blog. Like I didn't even own it. And that's, that's the bad part because here I am, I'm creating these things, but yet I don't even own up to it. Right. I'm not being my most rawest, authentic version of myself. So I would post these articles, but then act like, you know, oh, that's not me who's writing those. I think that I did it as kind of as a way to protect myself, because if people began to wonder, why is she doing that? And who does she think she is? And oh my God, she can't write. Or oh my God, you know, what, I don't agree with what she's saying. If I never came out and said, hey, this is me writing these things then no one could ever judge me. And so it kind of continued on and on and on. And then, then I realized, no, you know what? I'm not being 
who I say that I'm being, right? I'm sitting here encouraging people. I'm sitting here telling people to, you know, live their lives in a passionate way. But yet, I am not even owning up. I'm not even being what I'm saying to be, right? I'm being a hypocrite. And so finally, finally what it took was the day after I finished my first half marathon, I had this goal set, right? I had this goal set. I was going to run a half marathon and I did. And as soon as I was done with that half marathon, I began to realize, oh my goodness, like look what I just accomplished. And I wanted to accomplish more. And I told myself, I'm like, you know what? You are going to do this blog. You are going to own it, right? You're going to actually, you know, be like, hey, this is me. You're going to be your most authentic self. And I'm not sure how you're going to do it, but you are going to publish a journal. And at this point, I had no clue how to do this. I just knew that I wanted to do it. Guys, that was over a year and a half ago. Like, it hasn't been that long. And just how far I've come since that very day where I was writing in a very secretive way and, and not putting my name on it to now where I am today to actually be speaking, right? And, and actually have a podcast and speaking to you through this platform. It's, it's a big deal to me. I don't say it in a braggadocious way like, oh, look at me, right? I've got a podcast and I've got two journals and I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't walk around doing that in a very braggy way. But I want to encourage you that if you have something that you are interested in or something that you're working towards, keep going. Keep working towards it. And you're going to get frustrated and you're going to not know the answers, but just keep taking the next step forward. So a couple of tips that I actually want to give you is or in regards to just writing or if you or really at, at any point, if you have something that you're really striving to do, a goal, some type of project to work on. One thing I want to tell you is when you have this very strong feeling or this idea and it comes across and you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a great idea. Go with it. Because what happens is we begin to talk ourselves out of something that seems too big or too adventurous or too hard. If you, if you don't hop on it and go with it, then go talk yourself out of it. I always think of my school lessons, you know, I'm a teacher. And so I think about my lessons that I do on my students. And for some reason, my best school lessons, my best ideas always come when I'm in the shower. Like I'll be like taking a shower and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, what if we did this? Like, what if we did this lesson? And it's always like this, you know, this lesson that is, it's, you know, hard to manage, or there's like so many different parts to it, or I've got to bring in all this stuff, or I've got to buy something for it. And immediately I'm like, oh no, I'm not doing that because that's going to take too long and this is going to cost too much. Nope, not doing it. But the times that I've actually gone with my idea, they've been, they've been the best lesson I've ever done. And it's not something that I sat around just, 
you know, trying to plan out. No, it just kind of popped up in my head. And that will happen to you. If whatever you're striving towards, whatever goal, if you're writing or you want to start a business, you will have these little ideas that just kind of pop up. And it seems really good at the time. And that's because it is. But what happens is our brain begins to tell us the ways that we can't do it or we shouldn't be doing it. All right. So I actually challenge you that whenever you have those ideas that pops up, if you can't do it right then and there, or actually, you know, do something to get it started, then write it down. Literally have a list or a book of ideas. That way you can remember it because you're going to forget it, right? If you don't act upon it right then and there. But if you write it down, go back and do that idea. Do that thing that you said. Literally one day I was like, hey, I'm going to have a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, that would be so awesome because I can reach people on a different platform. If they're not interested in reading the things on the blog, then I can, you know, uh, really help people on the plat- or the podcast platform side. And immediately, or I would say within five seconds, my brain immediately was like, you don't have the equipment. You don't have what you need. You don't even know how to start a podcast. It's going to cost you much money. No one's going to listen to your podcast. Like immediately your brain begins to tell you the reasons why you shouldn't be doing that thing. So I say go with that idea because nine times out of 10, it's going to be awesome. The second thing that I want to tell you that has helped me, and it took me a while to realize this, was this whole idea of marketing online. Um... There is so much pressure when it comes to actually having a quote unquote business and then marking in it or actually doing social media for that particular business. So when I first began blogging, immediately I began reading all these things where it says you have to post every single day and then make sure you use the hashtags and make sure you do this and make sure you do that just so you can get all of the followers. And you're right. You can do all of those things. But then my whole goal concept about it, my whole idea of it began, it it began focusing on the number of followers that I had and not necessarily the content that I was creating. And then what happened was I began burned out. Like I wasn't passionate about truth and gratitude at that point. I wasn't excited about, you know, um, I wasn't excited about what I was writing or what I was putting out because all I was worrying about was what post was I going to have to create for the day? That way my followers were constantly, constantly seeing it. And even though, yes, it is true. Like the more you put out there, yes, your followers are going to see it. But here's the thing. I truly believe that there are, for me, there are social media accounts out there where if I don't see their posts and I really want to know what's going on, I'm going to go directly to their account. I'm not going to sit there and rely on numbers or, you know, or whatever to help them just pop up on my feed. Okay. I'm going to go and really go seek them out. And so after I became burned out, I began realizing, man, this whole numbers game thing really is a mind game because when you're not seeing your followers grow or you're not seeing your engagement grow, it really makes you believe that, oh my gosh, nobody loves this idea. Nobody loves what I'm doing. I I literally have to tell myself this all the time. 
you know, I won't see somebody comment on something and I'll say, Hey, comment below. And then they don't comment below. And I'm like, Oh man, nobody likes my blog. Nobody's interested in my business. Nobody wants to buy a book, you know, begin so focused on that. But what you don't realize is think about how many times you actually go and you literally double tap. Think, I mean, we look at a picture on Instagram or we look on a, at a picture or an article on Facebook and we may really, really love that picture. We may really love that article, but I would say that, you know, it's not all the time that we're constantly liking it or we're constantly sharing it or we're constantly doing that. Like we just kind of look at it, read it. Oh, that was nice. And then move on. I do that all the time. There's so many accounts that I follow where I really enjoy what they put out there, but I just don't double tap. I just don't, you know, I just, I just don't. And honestly, we really don't see a lot of engagement until there's like a contest or you can like win something, right? Then all of a sudden everybody comes out of the woodwork. But I began realizing that, you know, I was at this point where I was like, nobody likes my stuff. You know, I'm not getting the engagement and it's all about the numbers. And then what would happen is I would see certain people face to face and they would be like, oh, hey, you know, I saw that thing that you posted or, hey, what's this event you're speaking at? Or, hey, what's this journal all about? And none of those people had engaged with me online. They waited until they saw me face to face. So I understand that everything out there tells you to worry about the numbers, tells you to worry about the followers. But my suggestion is try not to get so wound up about that. Try not to get so worried about the number of followers you have or getting, you know, this many people. Because here's the thing, you can buy your followers, you can get tons of followers through engagement. But if those people, if you, let's say you have, you know, 10,000 followers, but let's say that only like a hundred of them comment or engage with you. Like you don't have 10,000 people engaging with you constantly. So really it doesn't matter. 10,000 people are not seeing your things all the time. So for me, yes, I understand it's somewhat of a numbers game and that can be very frustrating, but I will say that try not to get hung up on that because people are seeing your things. They are interested. They just may not engage as much. They really, I mean, that's just the truth of it. But actually when you see them in person, they actually made you more of the engaging and it may surprise you. Uh, I know one day it surprised me because, you know, I went and got my hair cut and little did I know, I had no clue that my hairdresser was following me. No clue at all. Um, but she was, and I'm like, holy smokes, that's so cool because I don't talk, I didn't talk to my hairdresser about, you know, this business. I didn't talk to my hairdresser about this podcast episode that I did, but she knows all about it. She doesn't comment. She doesn't like, you know, she'll like certain things, but it's not all the time, but little did I know, oh wow, she actually enjoys my things. So try not to get too wound up about that. The last thing that I will say to keep you going towards your goal um, or towards this project or business that you have or to, to keep going is exactly that. Keep going. Um, there have been phases where I have been burned out. I've ran out of ideas. Um, you know, I wanted to try something, but I didn't know how to do it. I will say do not let the excuse of I don't know how to do it keep you from even trying to do it. Um, you know, Rachel Hollis, you hear all the time say that she literally, you know, 
has this business by typing everything in Google. And while I think, you know, a good portion of that is true, I'm sure she's had help in other ways for sure. But I will, I will agree with that. I will second her on that by saying that is very, very true. Um, my friends, I had no clue to number one, get a blog started. I didn't know how to publish a book. I didn't know how to start a podcast. I didn't know how to be a motivational speaker. I didn't know how to be all these things. And I thought, okay, I have to be like some, you know, really successful person to even have a blog, have a podcast, have a book. You know, I thought that I had to be what everybody else is. I thought that I had to do it the same exact way that everybody else does it. You know, I have to have the same podcast equipment. I have to have this and I have to have that. But little did I know that if you actually just do a little bit of research, if you just keep your eyes open, there are ways that you can have what it is that you want. You just got to look for it. And I want to let you know that you do not have to be a professional in any area that you're wanting to work towards. You're not going to be a professional. You're going to suck at it a little bit, or you're going to have a little bit of growing room. And that's the beauty of it all. You can't start off. Well, I guess you could, you could start off, you know, with all the connections, all the money, all of the things you could start off that way. I could have started off with a blog, um, and immediately paid somebody to do it and not know anything about it. I could do that. But the thing is, is when crap hits the fan, I have to know how to do something. I have to know how to make it work. I have to know how to make the changes. And so I have had to learn how to do certain things. And I have done things where I'm like, whoa, I had no idea that I could figure that out. There's not anyone that helps me with anything that I do. I don't, I don't pay for followers. I don't, and I will tell you, I'll be God honest, truthful with you. I don't have a huge following. I will say that over the last year and a half, you know, I've had, um, you know, it's grown significantly. It's grown, it's grown greatly and it will continue to grow. That's fine. Um, but I do feel like I'm at a point now where I can offer a little bit of insight for sure. Um, I, I've learned many things and one of those things is, you know, don't, don't let the excuse of, well, I don't know how to do it, keep you from doing it. Because it's so funny now, because now that I have said, I don't know how to do a blog. I don't know how to publish a book. I don't know how to do a podcast. I don't know how to be a motivational speaker. I don't know how to do all these things. And now that I've done them all, now I find that when I, it it could be anything. It could be in my, you know, teaching profession job. I could say, well, I don't know how to do that. But it doesn't matter because I know that there's a way that I can find out how to do it. I don't let that excuse of, I don't know how to do this, or I don't know, stop me. I mean, if any of y'all are very close to me and you can correct me on that, let me know. But it's, it's so funny because immediately as those words come out of my mouth as, I don't know what to do, or I don't know how to do it, immediately my mind goes to, we'll figure it out. Look it up. Figure out how to do it. I will tell you that for a while, you know, and sometimes when you do look something up, you may be right. You may be like, well, I I know how this needs to be done, but I I can't do it. Um, I'll give you an example. Just this podcast for a while, I think it was about, you know, I would say about, it was a few months. It kept coming up in my mind of, I want to do a podcast. I want to do a podcast. And I would say, well, I don't know how to do a podcast. 
And by that time, you know, I'd already put out my second journal and I'm like, okay, look, you've published two books. You've got them in various stores. Um, you're, you're blogging, you're doing all these things. You can figure out how to do a podcast. And so I did some research and I was like, okay, poop. Like I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do some type of licensing. I'm going to have to buy some equipment. I'm going to, it's just going to be too much. And so I I researched and I found out, okay, this is the way that it is. And it's not going to work well for me right now. So, okay, whatever. At least I researched it. And I did, I gave up on it for a little bit because I'm like, there's no way I can do that. But then I didn't let that stop me. I kind of kept revisiting it because it kept coming in my mind. Just keep revisiting that idea. And finally, I found another way that I could do it and I could actually manage it and actually make it possible. But it took me constantly coming back and revisiting that idea and not letting just, I don't know how to do it, be my end answer. So I hope that these things help you out. I want to give you a bonus tip. For me, um, uh, the biggest thing for me is this right here, is if you know something that can help someone, dude, help them out. They're not trying to copy you. Just help them out. And my husband told me that one time. I remember him saying, look, when we used to be in the military, you know, my husband used to be a soldier and he said, you know, there would be these guys where they would know something, but they wouldn't tell the other guys because they wanted to look better, right? In front of their superiors. And so they looked like assholes, you know, because they knew this important information, something that would help the others, but they wouldn't share that information so that they could look better. And I had a example of this. When I first started with the whole blogging thing, I just wanted somebody to sit down with me and explain to me all of the ins and the outs and all the different things that could help me get it started. I didn't want to copy anybody. I wanted to do my own work, but I wanted to figure out how I could get it done. And honestly, one of the first things that I ever wrote, I actually sent it to a local uh, blog site. They're actually somewhat big. And I sent that post or this thing that I had written about my daughter, I sent it to them to see if they would actually showcase it as like a guest entry on their blog. And they told me, yes, of course, this looks great. And guess what, guys, it's been almost now two years and they lied to me. They lied to me. They said, you know, they, they, they didn't ever tell me, but they didn't put it on their site. And I begin to wonder, why am I waiting around for them to do that? I need to do it on my own. I don't need to rely on them. And there were times where I would come back and I'd say, hey, you know, I've, I'm not trying to copy you. I'm not trying to like step on your toes or step, you know, into your territory. But I understand that you're a blogger. You've been successful. I would love to ask you some questions. And they would not give me the time of day, like whatsoever. And I did not appreciate it. They don't, they weren't required to, they didn't have to do it. But I'm like, God, man, I just need, I just need a little help to get started. And I don't know how to do it. And they did not want to help whatsoever because I believe that they felt threatened when really in reality, honestly, I could have helped them on some things while they helped me with some. 
And then finally, one day I had someone, it was actually a parent of one of my students. She has a very successful site and she is a successful blogger and whatnot. And I just asked her one day, I was like, hey, you know, I would love to just pick your brain about some things. I'm not trying to cop you. I'm not trying to do anything like that. But I would love to just get some questions answered. My friends, I was so grateful for our meeting that day because, you know, we developed a friendship as well. But she sat me down and just gave me so many pointers. And there were so many things where I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually easier than what I was doing. And oh, I didn't know about, you know, Canva. I didn't know that I could use stock pictures from Canva. I didn't know that I could use these apps to help me organize ideas. And I didn't know about all this. I was doing it the hard way. And then there were things that I was sharing with her that she had no idea about. And so we were able to help one another without threatening one another or copying one another. And it was great. And I was so, so grateful, so grateful for that. So if you are working on something or if you are, you know, just trying to work towards a goal and someone else is trying to do the same and they're trying to, to figure it out, but they just can't seem to figure it out, be of help and assistance to them, help them out because in the end, you will benefit from it as well by helping someone. You know, Rachel Hollis also said a quote one time, and she, I don't remember if this was her quote or not, but she said that anyone that has accomplished more than you will never judge you. Anyone that has ever been super successful and, and has been through the hard parts of the project, the business, whatever, the goal, they will never judge you for trying. They are only going to be of help and assistance. They're not going to sit there and be like, oh, look what she's doing. She's doing it wrong. No, they know what it took to get to that point to be successful. They know. So they are going to be of help. So I really hope that this helps you out today. This is just my story and it, it really is an amazing story. And I, I have had moments of burnout. I have had moments of, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. I have had moments of, you know, this is just, I should give up because there's nobody even listening to what I'm having to say. I don't even want to do this anymore. And I just kind of kept at it and kept at it and it paid off guys. It is paying off because now I have now found something else that I'm interested in speaking. And now I'm getting that opportunity because someone, the person that I work with at these retreats was watching me. I didn't know that she was watching me. I didn't know that she was into what the things that I was saying, but then she gave me an opportunity. She gave me a chance because she knows and knew what it took to get where she's at. So be that for someone else. I promise you that it will pay off and it'll be so, so great. So I hope this podcast episode helps you. This is me paying it forward. Um, If you would love more tips or more advice on certain things in regards to blogging, I can also do an episode on that as well if you'd like. Just uh, direct message me on Instagram or on Facebook for the Truth and Gratitude page. And I can certainly do more podcast episodes about that if you're interested or if you have any questions and you want me to kind of give you some of my advice, 
um, I can certainly do that as well. Again, not perfect at this at all, but I can definitely tell you the things that I have learned along the way. So I hope this helps you continue to keep pushing towards that goal, continue to keep um, just taking it one step at a time, literally like one baby step at a time, working towards whatever it is that you have. Um, it could literally be a physical goal. It could be a blog. It could be a business, whatever it is, just keep moving forward and, um, and you will, you will reap those benefits. You know, a lot of the times what happens when we are not seeing immediate results, cause we are an immediate society, right? We got to have results like right then, right there. And what happens is, is we get frustrated and we immediately give up, continue to hang in there. Don't give up and it will pay off for sure. Continue to be raw, be authentic and be you guys. And I will be talking to you soon.